Hello once again, everybody. This is the Common Sense American speaking the truth as I see it, and I think as many, many see it. Today, it's all about impeachment because tomorrow, Thursday, it looks like there's going to be a uh, impeachment bill vote as to um, whether or not or how Democrats should proceed in the removal of Trump from his office. And this is essentially a formalization of the process because, as we all know, Democrats have been pushing this behind closed doors and very much in secret up to this point. I mean, obviously, we know what's happening, but they don't let us in on it because, you know, after all, unless you're a Democrat or a liberal, they're not talking to you. And apparently that holds true even through to the highest levels of our government, which is really all sorts of encouraging, isn't it? Anyway, I think, uh, you know, what's most important about this is to really understand why Democrats are doing this. And I did a podcast a couple weeks ago about why exactly they're doing this. And I believe that it's simply because they are desperate. They're looking at 2020 and they are seeing that they have little to no shot of winning in a fair and square fight. And because of that, they cooked up this little scandal. And it's nothing new. They've been doing this since the Russia hoax two days after Trump was elected in 2016. And in point of fact, the Democrats have been trying to impeach him right from the start. They've just been looking for a reason that might be good enough to push it as far as they possibly can. And this Ukraine business, uh, if Obama had done it, you would have heard nary a peep from anybody, even Republicans. I mean, it's so, it's just a nothing burger. It's nothing. Ha and in fact, when you have people from the Ukraine flat out saying there was no quid pro quo, uh, you know, how often does the truth have to be spoken before we just accept it and move on? Obviously, that's not good enough for the Democrats. But again, they were just looking for an excuse. And I don't want to repeat that. I don't like repeating the same show. Uh, I think that's boring. I, I try not to do it. Uh, this time, what I, I while I want to keep it focused on impeachment, because again, that is a very big deal, and it is what is happening this week. Uh, it's what everybody's talking about, so I want to keep that as a focal point. However, I think we need to dig a little deeper. I think we need to see what impeachment means. Not what would happen if Trump was impeached. At that point, you know, it's it's very clear to all just how um, uh, destructive uh, liberal policies have been in recent decades. And we can just look forward to more years of that, unfortunately, uh, because it looks to me that if impeachment succeeds, it means you'll probably see a Democrat win in 2020. Um, and again, this is all this is what they were looking for. It's what they were trying to get to. It's the whole point of this sham, you know, this quote scandal, which was manufactured from the start. But look underneath it. Look at what this is. Look at everything Democrats have been saying and doing for this past several years. They are about two things. They're about power and they're about control. They want bigger government in all facets of our lives. They want it in schools. They want it in our daily lives. They want it in workplaces. They don't want you to take a breath without knowing about it. That is what socialism is. Socialism is all about big government. It's all about shackling you. It's about 
putting you in the yoke, turning everybody basically into slaves for the sheer purpose of making it so, oh, well, poverty doesn't exist when in fact all you're doing is spreading poverty at a mass scale. That's, that's all you're really doing. And again, I have a, a podcast on socialism, why it's essentially uh, the counter of everything that is human. By all means, go listen to it. It's one of my more popular ones. Um, but, but again, this is what they want. They want power. They want control. It's very clear. Everything that they do, they want to intrude on our lives. They want to remove personal freedoms. They don't want to enhance them. They don't even want to maintain them. They want them to go away. Adam Schiff was talking about just today in a tweet about how they, sh you know, we should honor the Constitution. I, I almost fell out of my chair. This guy, he's talking about the Constitution and upholding the law. Really? This guy? You gotta be kidding me. These people shouldn't be talking about upholding the Constitution and upholding the law. He lives in a sanctuary state. He presides over a sanctuary state which breaks federal law every second of every day. What the hell? How can this even be possible that you you have the blatant gall and hypocrisy to say this? Are they this blind? You know, but this is what I mean. They say these things, but what they really mean is we want control of the Constitution because we're going to rewrite it. Freedom of speech, we don't want it. In a very disturbing recent poll, uh, it, was, it was a majority, I think it was 60-some percent of Americans are in favor of essentially either removing free speech or amending that to, you know, compensate for so-called hate speech and make it so, in, for all intents and purposes, freedom of speech is gone. And they've already done that in parts of Europe. And there are people there that will tell you just how scary it is. And when you start to, you know, shackle our rights, when you start to walk them back and tell us what we can and cannot say, you are entering a fascist regime. That's precisely what that is. And if anybody has noticed, that is the first thing that these people are going after. Only things that allowed can be that can be allowed to be said are what they say, what they think. Follow with them. Lock step. If you're not, we are not going to say, oh, we don't agree. We're going to say that's against the law. This is what they want. It's obvious in everything that they do. They have no interest in dissenting opinions. They have no interest in hearing the other side of an argument. They only have an interest in pushing their own agenda, their own beliefs. And if you don't agree with it, it used to be just, well, to hell with you. Then it became, no, you're stupid, you're a second-class citizen, you should be looked down on, you should not be paid attention to, you should be silenced. Then what's looking on should be oppressed, suppression. What's the next step? Legalization, or in this case, criminalization. Saying that you can't say this, and if you do, we'll lock you up. That is fascism. And it's what they want. And if you look at this impeachment inquiry and everything that has led up to it, this is just another blatant power grab. We want to take power away from anybody who disagrees with us. It, by any means necessary, forget the law, forget proper procedure, which Democrats have not followed to date on this impeachment mess. Behind closed doors, keeping everybody out who does not agree with them, you know, Republicans, for example. Really? How is that due process? You don't care about due process. You never did, which is why we're at this point. 
after weeks and weeks of this, you're finally coming out saying, oh, we'll put it to a vote. But not until we've sort of prepped everybody behind closed doors. This keeps out not only Republicans, but it keeps out America. And that's really what they want. Those closed door sessions are a microcosm of what Democrats want. They're a perfect example. They want you shut out. They don't want you to know what they're doing. They're not about transparency. They will decide what's best for you. They will decide what's best for the country. They don't care what you say. If you say, no, I don't want that, they will say, well, no, you do. You're just too stupid to know that you want it. So we're going to implement it anyway. If they're willing to go this far outside the box with these impeachment proceedings, if they are willing to bypass law and order in just about everything that they're doing, everything that they're saying, everything that they want, this big government coming in and taking control and taking down individual liberties, if they are willing to go that far, they are absolutely willing to go farther. And it's very clear. They want your personal freedoms infringed or maybe even erased so they can tell you the way it is. They can tell you how to live and the way things are. They can tell you that 60-70% of your paycheck is going to disappear for the quote greater good, which has never worked anywhere on the planet and only encourages laziness, sloth, and disincentivizes ambition, discipline, pride, and all the things that make a civilization flourish. And if we allow it to happen, those dark days are coming because we will be fighting against a regime that is supremely powerful simply because they have control of everything. They would have control of the government, they have control of, of the media, which they already do for the most part. They have control over all forms of entertainment. If you look at it, and I've said this many times, every form of our entertainment, you know, movies, TV, books, music, all of it has a very clear agenda. And if you are not towing a line on that agenda, if you are not pushing that, you will not get a whole lot of play. You will not get a lot of promotion and attention. You will be the black sheep. It might be allowed to be made for now, but they're going to do their damnedest to suppress it. And pretty soon, it won't be allowed at all. You will not be allowed to make a movie that doesn't have a gay character in it. You will not be allowed to publish a book that doesn't have a transgender or alternative lifestyles character. You will not be able to have a television show that is all white people, where, of course, you can have any television show that's all of any other ethnicity on the planet, as if that's somehow diversity, as if that's somehow equality, right? But these will become laws. These, these aren't just going to be discouraged. What they want is to these to become laws, so they don't even have to worry about it anymore. It won't be a battle anymore. This is the way things are going to be. And you are going to accept it whether you like it or not, because we know better than you. Okay? Uh, it was only a few years ago that I read The Handmaid's Tale, and it's completely backwards. It's, it's the warning is for what liberals and Democrats are doing right now, not what, uh, you know, an oppressive, conservative, Nazi-esque regime would do. No, we're a long way from that. This is what the liberals and Democrats want. They want government to take firm control and you will do these things or you will be punished for it and we don't have to answer to you. At what point will there not be elections? At what point will they just say, forget it. We're, we're not going to even do elections because again, we know what's best for you. So why would there be a vote? We're not going to take into account anybody who speaks against us anyway. So, you know, where does it end? The impeachment inquiry 
and everything that has led up to it, and especially their actions and words in these past three years, tell us all we should need to know about how terrifying and frightening the Democrats, and especially the liberal regime, has become. They want to take things away. They don't want you to have the freedoms that you used to have and should have. Now, I've spoken to a few people about it, and a few people, uh, moderates, um, who have said, well, if Trump is impeached, maybe the insanity would die down. Maybe it's because he's such a lightning rod. And everybody, you know, you could say that he polarizes nation and, and you know, the right go even farther right and the left go even farther left. If we got rid of him uh, because, you know, not because of anything he did or any of his policies or anything like that, but just because he happens to be this hugely polarizing character, um, if we got someone who's in there who's maybe more moderate, this, mm, you know, sort of brewing civil war would diminish. You know, people wouldn't be at everybody's throats every two seconds. Now, first of all, my first response to that is, well, that's entirely the fault of liberals that we are in this position. They're the ones who threw the temper tantrum when, when Trump was elected. They're the ones who went nuts. They're the ones who, you know, uh, created Antifa. They are the ones who are attacking, literally attacking Trump supporters. There was a journalist, uh, I think it was last year, maybe the year before, he went and wanted to wear a MAGA hat in New York. I think it was in Manhattan. And, you know, that right there, that was illuminating for him. And he made it very clear that he never felt safe. And why would you? I wouldn't dare to. And what does that tell you? Right? That's violence. That's hostility. That's intolerance. That's fascism. If I wore an Obama hat in the Deep South, okay, I am sure that I would get some nasty looks, right? I'm sure I would, when Obama was president, right? One thing I'm also sure of, I wouldn't get jumped. I wouldn't get people literally screaming at me and throwing stuff at me, okay? I know I wouldn't, because it seems to me, it seems obvious that the behavior of the Republicans and conservatives are far less extreme at this point right? There are many examples of the left flat out attacking Trump supporters or Republicans or anybody who wears any sort of MAGA merchandise, right? Any Make America Great, which by the way is pretty much the most benign statement ever. It's 100% positive. There is nothing behind that besides Make America Great Again. I suppose the implication obviously is that it needs to be made a great again so it isn't great or hasn't been great. And that is a jab at Democrats in power in the past. I get it. But it's hardly anything to throw rocks over. It, and, and when you really think about it, those are the kind of freedoms that we are going to lose. We won't even be able to wear these things anymore. If they pass enough of these legislation, they get in power and they start doing this and they start saying, no, you can't say this. No, you can't do this. And they say, for example, no, we have deemed all Make America Great, Make America Great Again merchandise as racist. That's it. And because it's racist and we say it's racist and now we've got a law saying that this is hate speech or racist and we deem it as such, you can't do anything about it. 
take it off or get fined or arrested. And that's where we're headed, right? So anyway, getting back to the idea of Trump going away and maybe some of this tension and hostility diminishing, I don't necessarily disagree with it, provided the person who replaced Trump was maybe more moderate, was maybe not as much of a lightning rod. Yes, however, you're also saying that if that goes through, that Democrats have way too much power and they are able to flaunt it at will and say, nope, we don't like this guy. We don't like who's in there and we can take him out. We can come up with any sort of BS excuse and get rid of him. Now, that's a problem. It's not The problem is not necessarily Trump himself or who might replace him. The problem is the proceedings. The problem is the accusations. We can't let them get away with this. You let them get away with this, and like I said, it's the first step. There's been a snowball that's been snowball from hell, honestly, created by the Democrats that has been gathering steam and size ever since they pushed it off the damn mountain with their little temper tantrum back in 2016. And it has only been getting bigger and more petrifying over the years, and you have to look at it this way. You have to see it for what it is. You have to see what created it, and you have to see that it has nothing to do with politics. This is a, I would say, a they want a restructuring of an entire country. If you look at the uh, Democrat um, presidential candidates, they're all talking about massive, drastic, dramatic changes and overhaul. They want structural changes at the core of this country, and we all know what that means. Based on everything that we have heard them say, everything they have done or tried to do in the past few years, that means deconstructing capitalism, that means going after the Constitution, and, and maybe even erasing it, or at least amending it heavily. This means massive assistance to every soul on the planet who doesn't deserve it, open borders, mass chaos, on top of which you've got a clamping down of the basic freedoms that we used to enjoy. That is what this all means. This is what this stands for. This is what this is a symbol. The impeachment inquiry is a symbol of where that party has gone and why we cannot trust them. We cannot allow them into any form of power. Can't let them reclaim the White House because they're going to abuse that power. I find it funny that they're saying it was Trump who abused his power. These people abuse power on a daily basis, and they want to. They don't even want to call it an abuse of power. They just want to call it right. They want to say that this is the way things are, and you're going to do it. We're going to turn this into legislation. We're turning our beliefs, our ideas, our opinions into law, which means they can no longer be disagreed with. And that is what this is. That's what this impeachment inquiry means. That's where we are. That's why it cannot happen. Whether or not you can get someone in there, Trump, who, other than Trump, who, you know, isn't as much of a, a, a lightning rod and a character and saying, oh, well, he's more modern. He won't piss people off as much. And he's part of the problem. That's not our issue. Our issue is this proceeding in the first place of what Democrats are flaunting in everybody's face, their power, their thirst for control. We can't allow this. Otherwise, our basic freedoms, our everyday way of life will be changed dramatically. And it doesn't work. It just doesn't work. All right. Especially socialism. I'll throw that out there one more time. So 
That is my rant for today and for this week. I hope everybody uh, stands in support of America and stands in support of individual freedoms and accomplishments. And hopefully we will be able to keep these power-hungry nutjobs at bay for at least a little longer until this country retains some semblance of sanity. And I will see you again next week, hopefully with something a little cheerier and maybe good news, who knows. Um, and always, as always, send me any ideas, uh, questions you may have, things you want me to talk about, questions you want me to answer. I'm always willing to do that for my listeners. And uh, every, yeah, everybody have a great week because really we need to have some good thoughts, right? Let's spread those. And I'll see you again. Thank you.